1: sorcerer-wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire.
0: This week, Monster Hunter...
2: In the year 2004, Monster Hunter hit the small screens on the PlayStation 2. And then, 17 years later, it kind of hit the big screens. I'm a monster. Maybe. Congrats. I'm a monster. The greatest monster of all. (laughs) Man.
0: (laughs) Yes, this is the recent movie, Monster Hunter. This being Matt. And this is Luke. For your sci-fi sanctuary. So, um, I don't know. Where do we start with this? I, you should probably push this ball around more than me. I kind
2: of want to hear first, like, going into this movie, what did you know?
0: The new one is Monster Hunter Rise. Yes. There was a Monster Hunter X. Yes. That's all I know. Okay.
2: <laughs> there were two in between those. <laughs> I wasn't paying that much attention. Yep. So you, you know nothing about Monster Hunter. Correct. Cool. You know... Hey, you know... Oh,
0: what I actually um, conflated it with was a game from about the same
2: time, mm-hmm. the Colossus game, Shadow of the
1: Colossus. Thank
0: you. That's um, what, when
2: someone says Monster Hunter, that comes to mind. Okay, I, I I love both of them in very different ways. Shadow of the Colossus is like a touching, introspective, heartfelt thing about like very deep themes. Monster Hunter is just a really fun game with monsters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. A- anyway, when yeah, so like I was like. is that- you know, I was like, Monster Hunter, that's what Pokemon do, right? Yeah, or Pokemon, um, not guides.
2: Pokemon trainers. trainers. Thank you. Yeah,
0: yeah. I knew you were going to say, I thought you'd correct me on that faster.
2: I had no idea what you were talking about, you were so far off the mark. Pokemon <laughs> Guides would be cool, I'll be a guide to the Pokemon. I thought, the Pokemon Guides are the books I used to buy when I was a kid to tell me where to catch things <laughs> in my Game Boy games. <laughs> so,
0: you have a much uh, deeper relationship with the Monster Hunters, um, now uh, to the point where you're one of your other podcasts is that, so do you want to give us your spiel into the world of, how about give us your video game spiel first and then we'll get into the movie.
2: Yeah, so I got into Monster Hunter, I guess, about five, six years ago. Uh, it's, one of those, it's one of the games which I really like, but definitely not to everyone's taste, where it's designed that you, you need to have a community around you to get into it. It's very obtuse. <laughs>
1: um,
2: but I had a bunch of friends, and we got super into it. I was watching YouTube videos. We started making our own podcast about the monsters, because the monsters in this series are really well designed with great, like, they've really thought about, like, the ecology of them and making them feel like they actually make sense in this world. And, yeah, um, like, literally Christmas, like, four or five years ago, we were, we were hearing about, like, they're making a monster hunter movie, movie. Um, and we did an po- episode of our podcast. We're talking about what we heard this film was going to be, pretty much nailing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, one yeah. of the
0: issues there could be the... I mean, I think I had the reaction when you told me the director. All right, Paul W.S. Anderson... W.S. Well, let's not forget the W.S. because Paul Anderson is a fantastic director.
2: <laughs> well, um, Paul Anderson, W.S. Anderson <laughs> did all the Resident Evil movies. Right. So in terms of he has a relationship with Capcom and they would trust him to make a film, it does make sense. But Resident Evil is a horror series. Mm. Monster Hunter is as far from horror as you can get. <laughs> uh the games <laughs> yeah
0: I, I had a look at his imdb and
2: uh it actually my uh event horizon is the last movie is of his i actually watched okay so i have seen a few of the resis and i do kind of want to watch them all again <laughs> he's just a guy who makes fan fiction films about video games where he shoehorns his wife into them <laughs> like would you know cool if that's what you're into go right ahead but I like his wife I, I yeah i love me <laughs> but it, it is just a weird career to have <laughs>
0: So, um, you, I, I watched this at home, because this, it's, it just came out in Japan, where we are. It came out in, um, the States, at least December, I
2: think? It did, but I don't think it really did, because nowhere had cinemas open.
0: So no one's seen this Like, movie. in the
2: UK, it keeps getting pushed back. I thought it had come out in December. Uh-huh. It keeps getting pushed back. It's still not being released. Are we the first people that saw this movie? It got big released in China. Did you like it? In your version of the film, was there a joke about Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees, what are these?
0: No.
2: That was apparently in the original cut. Ah. It wasn't in the one I watched either.
0: Okay.
2: Um, And yeah, that caused some controversy, because that is a stupid, like, a old-fashioned racist joke. <laughs> I, heard, I heard it in grade school. <laughs> yep. Me too. <laughs> so yeah, and that ended up in the fucking Chinese version. <laughs> so that's been cut. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see if it's any different if I watch it in the Japanese dub instead of the subs. Uh, to see if they, like, bother to use any of the music or anything from the games. Oh, Okay. Oh uh, Yeah, um, so here's the thing. So this film is about some soldiers from our world traveling to another world fighting monsters That is not what the games are about. Okay, see I still don't know what the games are The about, games and I'm are already entirely into a... set into that in the other world. <laughs> it has zero relation with ours So this it's just kind of, of like the He-Man movie. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> like the He-Man movie <laughs> So in the Monster Hunter games, um, the guy Tony Jaa plays in this. Mm-hmm. You're basically him, right? And you just, you have a base camp, someone tells you, oh, this monster's causing trouble, Somebody needs to go hunt it. You go hunt it. You chop up that monster to make better weapons to hunt the next monster.
0: Okay, do you want to know where I thought the game started? When? When she wakes up in the monster pit.
2: I assume, because that seemed like a star of the game situation. Nope. No, the games are are not like linear story games. It's just, it's like a fun, you have a hub level and you go out and hunt monsters. I guess that does present a narrative problem for making a movie. It's also, it's super colorful, super fun. We'll get into this, like, big time later. Philosophically, this film does not capture Monster Hunter at all.
0: So it's fine if I'm, like, I was, like, pretty whatever on this movie. Yeah. I didn't, I don't want to go dumpster fight it. We, we do have that going on.
2: Oh, yeah, it, like, when this film delivered some, like, just some monster action, I think it was Deese. It just didn't deliver that much of it. Well, it's such like flash cuts when you did get the monsters. Yeah. I felt like you never got a... I was like, these probably are well-designed monsters, but I'm not getting a good look at them. Maybe it's because I was already familiar with the monsters and also looking on a big screen. I felt like I got pretty good looks at all the monsters.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean, there's, but it's the, the the super flash cutting thing. I mean, see, that is one thing. When you are playing a video game properly, there's no cutting because it's like yeah, POV, yeah, you, right? Yeah, you've got control of the camera.
2: You just look at it, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I guess I'll do the story then. Yeah, go ahead. At least what I work out. I mean, this is a brand new movie, so your spoiler warning is here. Matt is about to read out the whole plot. But you know the plot. (laughs)
0: US Army Captain Natalie Artemis and her team are prowling the desert in search of another military attachment mysteriously lost. A wild storm drags them into another dimension where they are quickly attacked by monsters and dragged into the monster's underground lair. All except Artemis die in grotesque monster movie fashion, Artemis climbs out of that hole gets knocked back in by an aboriginal hunter, climbs out, knocks the hunter back into the underground, saves him, and the two finally decide to travel across the perilous desert to explore the tower that seems to have been creating the interdimensional portals. Having experienced a few shades of monster in the desert, they finally reach an oasis inhabited by the hunter's people, whose wise leader is Ron Perlman. Pearlman considers Artemis an enemy, and then his ally, and then the lot of them head for the multi-dimensionally disruptive tower. A great battle with a monster begins, and it sends Artemis careening back to the earth we all know. The injured Artemis is back in the hands of the army, but that doesn't mean shit to a player, as one of the monsters has followed along. Fortunately. The Hunter and Ron Perlman followed along as well. The trio bands together to make more monst- make sure more monsters do not breach the Earth's reality and then the movie just ends.
1: Shamanic prayer flags of flight in the solar winds, a blaze liberated in the millennium blue-roomed skies in so many myriad ways, yet no more to roam over the days.
2: I want to kind of start at the end for this one because that was fucking weird. <laughs> like, this feels, this really feels more like a TV pilot than a standalone film. Yeah. Oh, oh. Here's a funny
0: thing. I um, I actually stopped the film there uh, to write a probably write you on Facebook or something. But um, I stopped the film like to check a wiki page and you know, do a few things because I'm, I'm I. I'm too lazy to watch a film all the way through. Thinking I had, like, another big climax that I was going to need to work through. Yeah. Turned out there was, like, 10 seconds left to the film, and then the credits were 15 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> they were long-ass credits, yep. So that threw me off. But, yeah, yeah, it did just... I mean, yeah, If there's, like, an... I guess
2: it's like, oh, wait for the sequel, derp, but... <laughs> so, the other thing that makes it feel like a TV pilot is that it's, like... You can tell it's like middling budget. Like it's got enough budget to do some cool stuff, but also that it mostly has to take place on a barren rock in the desert yeah. <laughs> with a very
0: small cast. Well, I wrote my notes once they once they get to the oasis. I'm like, oh, there are more than two actors in this movie. Yep, yep, yep. But hey, but I I, <laughs> I think we might be talking shit about this one today. But let's give Mila her due. She carries the film by herself for quite a bit and then with um the actor's name again please Tony Ja Yeah then
2: he you know with him then they carry the movie those alone. two were entertaining enough to watch that I don't think this you can call this a straight up bad movie Yeah
0: I mean they cast away at it basically didn't they Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um the, I I not I think there's several things we're not going to have good to say about this movie but they both they were both good <laughs> Yeah. They didn't have characters to speak of, but, you know, as far as just, like, being charming on screen, they were good.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, They they were leading action. Like, (laughs) they barely even have names. It's just like, I am Ranger, you are Hunter. Yeah, he's a
0: Hunter. Oh, oh, come on, Artemis. I remember that name. Yeah, the freaking God of Hunting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just assumed that was an actual character from the game, but apparently it's not. Not Well, he, the rest of his boat crew Mm. are all kind of characters from the games. Right. Um, And then he, I think, is meant to represent the player. Right, because this is what this is what, a game where you can create your own guy. He's the player, okay, yeah. <laughs> and then they
0: didn't hook up or anything. So I, I actually am gonna give like some props to that.
2: Yeah, well, it seems like maybe she has a husband waiting at home. Oh yeah, yeah. or a dead husband—they never make that clear.
0: Right, but at but the same time, progress. most movies would try and like hook them up. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad
2: it didn't do any of that at all. So
0: let's 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 speak well of this
2: movie as much oh, as we can. Yeah, you know what? It it is a very fun depiction on screen of a male female friendship that's purely platonic. Yeah, that's worth celebrating a
0: bit. If, if they actually talked, it might pass the Betchel test, but I don't think there's enough dialogue here to do that. <laughs> uh, well, well, or talking to yourself. <laughs> she
2: talks to the other soldier woman. Hmm.
0: Okay, maybe it passes the test. They're definitely not talking about dudes there. So, nope. um, Okay, we've we already brought up our, our main actors, uh, Mio Jovovich and Tomi Jai. Did I get it right? Yeah, it's I actually don't know if
2: I'm saying it right. It's Tony and then it's J-A-A. I said Tommy, didn't I? I mean, I, I heard Tony.
0: Um, <laughs> so I thought, okay, it, it, it might actually be ethnicity. I felt like I was watching um, Lister most of the time. Really? He looked like Lister to me a little bit. Oh, I sorry, I got Lister and Rimmer confused in my head. No, 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 not Rimmer, Lister.
2: (laughs) No, um, so Tony Jaa has done a bunch of like really cool, uh, like martial arts movies. Okay, I can't remember which country.
0: Okay, because I kept thinking I remember
2: this guy, and then I was like, no, I'm thinking of Lister. No, he did a bunch (laughs) of cool. I think it's Thailand. Hmm. I'm gonna actually look him up quickly because yeah, Tony Jaa, he's. Famous for doing cool martial arts movies, which you would probably really dick.
0: Yeah, because I my I, I, my kung fu is deep, but it's uh, mostly confined to Hong Kong, so right. I do need to stretch out into Korea and uh Thailand. I, of course I've seen some Japanese stuff because I live in Japan, but <laughs> Yeah, Thai. Okay. The best I, I, I still like um well what was what were the Yeah, lone... he did the on back movies. That's what okay, that's the name I recognize, yes. Yeah. Um what 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 was Lone Wolf and Cub done as in Japan? This, this in the seventies. Had uh, the, a different title, I think. All right, yeah, but Lone Wolf of Cub is has always been Japanese. They, well, they came <laughs> out on VHS in the eighties in America, like right. heavily edited, where they basically just had the action scenes. Uh, it was called Samurai Rebellion. Okay. And I have I have Blu-rays of like the full
2: movies, and they're hmm. have you seen those? I'm aware of them. I don't think I have seen those. They're fantastic. Them. I've heard. The great okay.
1: Things,
0: yeah. <laughs> anyway, we are on Monster Hunter, and uh... yeah, anyway, uh, that that's the lineage ties a little different. I have not seen Ombak, Ombak, Ombak. Mm. Okay. I
2: almost said Um-bop. Umba. Yeah, like. I, I haven't seen much of Tony Jar's work, but I know that he's known as a cool martial arts guy.
0: Anyway, he had presents, so... Yeah, I, I, the two I of them. I don't really know
2: him, but so, I was like, he's good here. Up until the two most recent games, any dialogue you actually heard was just made-up gibberish Monster Hunter language. <laughs> I cannot believe they had the balls to do half the film in that language. <laughs> I can appreciate that. I super... Because a lot of these movies, it's like I went to a parallel world, They just happen to speak English. Mm -hmm. This film, like, no, P.G. talks absolute gibberish for the whole film.
0: I love Ron Perlman, but he was phoning it in. Oh, he was super phoning (laughs) it in. Like, he couldn't
2: even bother to get in shape. He looks like shit. (laughs) Um, All of the, like, the other Monster Hunter cast that we see, I genuinely felt like I was looking at some cosplayers at a convention. Like, they were clearly cosplaying the guys from the games, but it never looked like they were real people and these were the clothes they wear. <laughs> they looked so awkward in those costumes. They just stood around and didn't really do anything. They got fucking destroyed by that Rathalos in like two seconds flat.
0: <laughs> it's a monster. What do you do? It, hunt them. <laughs> well, they're getting burned by it. Well, how are you going to hunt it if it's burning
2: you? I'm wearing fireproof armor. You'd be a man or a woman. Using no, your shield. Roll out of oh. the way. Drink <laughs> a potion. <laughs> um,
0: that's, I mean, beyond those two and Pearlman phoning it
2: in, is there... Well, the... Um, in the pre, before the film came out, the other actors in her like little military crew were all over the trailers and stuff. They were out. They pretty were quick. killed real quick. I was yeah. pretty surprised by that. i was I I kind she'd... of pleasantly surprised because I was worried this film was going to be way more military. Mm. Whereas actually, it's pretty quickly like no, the guns and shit don't do anything. She has to learn how to do monster hunter stuff. Yeah, I was happy with that. But yeah, like um, Ti was the one who survived the longest. He had the bugs. In front.
0: Oh, like right, 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 right.
2: That was, that was uh, the side chest burster. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he and th-
0: is... that is where um, Mr. WS uh, did piss me off. That was similar to the Event Horizon Ally Shock. Oh, yeah. Where the ally brings the jump scare just by saying, hey, how are you? Or what's up, you know? <laughs> I mean, he
2: did have that bug shit going on inside of his body, so if he was a little brusque, I get it, but still, I just. Yeah, that didn't even you know, he, register he... as a jump scare for me because I'm not as much of a pansy as you.
0: Yeah. It, uh, I don't know, uh, Mr. Paul W.S. does seem to hit my, like, piss yeah. you off button. Because there's always have jump scares. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, again, we watched um, The Thing, and I was just like, Whoa, shit, that just happened, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but Paul gets to me, so he knows how to get yep.
2: my jump, my, my reflexes going. So I guess good for him, but I don't like it. <laughs> but yeah, those guys, yeah, they all over the trailers, it felt like they were going to be the main characters. But yeah, they were just, just decimated Fodder, instantly by these monsters.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we've we've done actors. Um, let's just throw characters into this segment. We sometimes separate it, but there ain't no characters in
2: this movie. <laughs> yeah, they. She has a bit of character. Tony Jai has a bit of character, but it's very much just no, no. Like, I, I'm I'm we thinking
0: are heroes. Milo and Tony Jai have some some charisma yeah that's different than character (laughs) there
2: is no character i mean he has the character of like oh he's sad because his family's dead (laughs) she has the character of she wants to go home that's their character (laughs) that's motivation they like food do do
0: you like food (laughs) but um yeah i was i was just imagining both of them going up to to mr ws and being what's my motivation
2: (laughs) you want (laughs) to go home (laughs) <laughs> Your family's dead. Okay, thanks. <laughs> well, no, I think that's the reason he hires his wife all the time. Yeah, he knows like, he doesn't have to direct her. I'll tell you later.
1: <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um,
0: I did check to see if her neck tattoo is real, and I found a 2020 Christmas video, and I don't think it is. So she didn't seem <laughs> to have it there. Because she's a beautiful woman. I want st- to. I, I, I don't know. That that wasn't. A f- it's a military one, but it's not a flattering one.
2: No, it almost looked like. Something they'd get in the Terminator or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. So I was very happy to see that was not an actual tattoo of hers. I think she does have a couple.
2: Probably. Yeah. Not have one as much of a tattoo prude as you, Matt. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the real characters in this movie. We got Diabolos, we got Nosilla, we got Rathalos, we got Gormagala, we got Apsaros, we got Cephalos, and we've got Apalico. I feel like I heard the name Gormagera. Really? That's the one I don't think they said out loud. <laughs> Did they say the
1: others? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I, maybe
2: I'm thinking of a Gormagander. What, okay. what, what, is, that, is that the Star Trek Discovery one? <laughs> okay, that's, that's something. <laughs> Oh, the Star Trek Discovery one is just an actual animal, isn't it? It's just a, um... Well, no, there's the tardigrade thing. Tardigrade, then, yeah. then
0: later there's, um, and the, the one that uh, Rain Wilson comes out of it, I think, is a gormagander. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's what I was thinking of. So maybe they didn't say it aloud. But uh, I certainly, you know,
2: if they said the names in the movie, they didn't stick. They said them a lot. One, one thing that... Re- in the trailer, the only times we saw Tony Jar speak was saying monster names. So I had no idea that he didn't speak for the rest of the film. (laughs) So that was so weird for me. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's run through them. Diablos is the sand-swimming triceratops thing. So that's the sandworm that's not a sandworm when it comes out of the sand. Yeah. Okay. That one's cool. He... I think they did him very well in the, the... games that's actually a herbivore yeah we're super territorial we're getting to dune pretty soon but they played it pretty dune yeah they've there are a couple in the games that should even more dune they're just straight up (laughs) our (laughs) sandworms japan seems to have this obsession obsession with like sand sharks they're in a lot of video games Mm. and they're obviously not a real thing (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you know it comes out the sand it spears you it's very territorial and that came across in the film this okay. thing is just guarding its territory. I like no, I that. definitely felt that. But uh, I also just read Dune and, and I'm about yeah. to watch the, the yeah. older ones. Yeah, yeah, there are quite a few in, monster, in in all video games. Even Star Wars has a Salak, right? <laughs> True. Well, Star Wars has a lot <we'll> of Dune it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking a lot about just everything ripping off the sandworm when we get to Dune. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, there, next is Nasilla, Spiders. Those are in the rocky outcrop underground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the, in this, they were very much just generic giant spiders.
0: Yeah, they um, see, to me, I, I, I could tell a lot of these monsters did have some design, but through the CGI, they still kind of came across mostly a CGI blob, and then the fast cutting didn't help.
2: Yeah, again, I really didn't get this. I think that's just your old man eyes. I'm watching it on a small screen. And I haven't played the game, so.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, again, might be that because I already know the full picture. Because you're when looking for I'm only for seeing them. parts of it, I, it doesn't matter. Right, you're looking for them, whereas so I'm just like,
0: yeah. hey, this is new to me, and
2: please show it to me a little longer. I'd like to get this in my head. But those ones were the ones I felt were the least well realized, because in the game, she's a lot more colorful. Mm. And she like wears the skin of something she's killed and just has a very interesting design and swings around like Spider-Man. In this, they could have just been the spiders from The Hobbit or anything. But this is important. Uh, in my other podcast, *Our High Dream*, we did that
0: first Digimon film. Mm. I can right now picture the two kaiju at the end. I right. know what they look
2: like. I can barely remember what any of these monsters look like. Oh, okay, I'm surprised, <laughs> I'm surprised by that because yeah, like I said, I very clearly can definitely the Rathalos. I feel like we got loads of good looks in.
0: If I'd spend like hours like trying to you know hunt the thing, I'm sure I'd Again. remember it.
2: <laughs> but no, I feel like in this film we saw a lot of at least the Rathalos and the Diablos.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was, not. like, it's the Monster Hunter all Spider creatures for a while, so... Yeah, but yeah, there's a big chunk in the middle where it's
2: just the sorry, spiders I, I know they're not
0: are, very interesting. I, I know there's some Monster Hunter listen, listeners listening to this now, and... Sorry, I'm not going to say any of these names. Me <laughs> saying Gormagander, which is the
2: Star Trek version, is the closest I'll get. That's, uh, yeah, I feel like... The, what we're going for with this podcast is how is this film for someone who loves Monster Hunter like me and someone who's just watching it as a movie like you? Yeah. It's very I think it's a completely different film for the two of us. No,
0: I came in extra cold. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah,
2: you didn't even know that the soldier thing was just for this film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so then they get to the Oasis. There's the Apsaros which is just the big herbivore of all dinosaurs. They're Those were the Jurassic
0: type. Park ones. Yeah, like, that yeah.
2: was a very Jurassic Park scene when they come into there. Basically, every Monster Hunter game has the scene where you first arrive at, like,. Area where you're gonna hunt monsters, wow. and there's a nice shot of those things, and it's so Jurassic Park every and, time. And they give you eight options, and then you stop playing. You have many options of which <laughs> weapon you're gonna use, yeah. <laughs> and you have to make your character, and your cat, and your dog. Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my uh, my attention span shorter. Once once um, was it root beer dungeon or soda pop dungeon gave me eight options. i was like,
2: yeah, I'll do something else. <laughs> that's that's an iPad game, iPhone game. Ooh. But Like I said. Part of why I love Monster Hunter is because it, is, it's, it knows that it has a big community and that you're going to talk to your friends and fix stuff out. If it was easy for new people to get into, it wouldn't be Monster Hunter. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad that your friend bounced off it. Yeah. Everyone bounced off their first couple. Does Monster Hunter a uh, mobile game? It had a couple, but they were pretty awful. Okay. Just, I was curious, So, um, Then we get to the Rathalos. The big red wyvern. This is the one that goes into the other universe? Yeah. Our universe? It, that one is like the Pikachu of Monster Hunter.
0: Okay, I can almost picture him. It, yeah. it her, it,
2: her. Him, it's definitely her. him. Okay. The red, males are red and the females he's are green. He's got a winky? Oh, no, he's red, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's Arathalos and the females are Wrathians. Ah. Yeah, he's the king of the skies. You, I mean, he's cool and he's well done here, he, but he is also quite a generic drake. Maybe like, yeah. he could be the ones from, like rain of fire or something
0: I was about to say like rain of fire like went
2: through my head several times watching this yeah <laughs> well that's the last film that we saw like decent looking dragons fighting tanks right so yeah <laughs> uh, yeah, so that he gives us the only real scenes of like Kaiju carnage, and it's still like it's happening in a desert to some military vehicles so that didn't have a budget to give us a city or anything yeah you you like the monsters in the city, do you oh, I, I feel like in a Kaiju movie I want to see it smash things
1: mm mm-hmm.
2: Did it, it, like, Skull Island didn't have any, and I loved Skull Island, but, like, with a Godzilla or a King Kong, you do want to see them smash stuff. We had stuff. all those uh, sailing ships of yore. Where
0: did the, the sailing ships of yore come from, anyway? How's this work?
1: Uh, it was oh, they Monster sailed Hunter across
0: Hunter, the
2: Hunter's? desert. That's what we saw at the start of the film. Oh, right, okay. Oh, yes, okay. <laughs> so, I... I just, yeah, the Monster Hunter is, like, vaguely, like, they have sailing ships and swords and bows and arrows, and sometimes a little bit of steampunky stuff, but they're not high tech.
0: Because I cross-referenced the film. I mean, when they go to those areas, I started thinking of that the one scene I like from the third Pirates of the Caribbean.
2: I uh, kind of like the weird afterlifey bit. Yeah, like I hate that movie, but I love that scene. Okay. <laughs> it could also be that they were from our world who had gone through the portal. That's what time, I, but... I,
0: I, that was my first thought. I was like, right. these ships came through the portal at some point in time, which made me wonder if the the monster hunters were like humans that had been transported at a long distant point. Right. But okay, that's not that's part of that's the... That's from the
2: games. Huh? The, an- the whole ancient civilization who had technology is from the games. Okay. Um, the part, the philosophy of Monster Hunter is they, they were technological and they tried to strip the wild of its resources and nature punished them and that's why they're gone. Oh. So and that's so why Monster Hunters don't live like us. So they've always been there. They do. You, you only ever see their ruins. You know, they're gone. The see, games. I was thinking Lost where it's like you have the, the natives
0: who have just been there longer. Right. You know? <laughs> But, no, okay, it's a completely separate paradigm. Yeah, yeah
2: it's, it's completely, un- like I said, the whole crossing over of our world is just from this film. Because
0: when the hunter is, like, missing his families and stuff, I'm like, are those supposed to be, like, you know, like, Buddha statues or something? But no, no, no. No, they're not, they're, they're monster hunter statues. Eh, okay.
2: Like, obviously it has bits and bobs from our world, because it's been made by humans in our world. So mm. they have, like, the current one is very Japanese, and it's full of shrines and shit that look like shrine GT in Japan.
1: But
2: <laughs> it's set in its own world, very much so. And then finally, we had the Gormagala, who shows up to start a fight, and then the film ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh! That's a new monster,
0: is it? It ended so fast; I didn't even pick it up. Like I told you, I, I, I think I said this off-air, but I, um, I paused the movie to like check my Facebook. And no, do, no, you did do, you like, did on this? Okay, okay, yeah, I yeah. did that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was just like, that was a new monster for like five seconds.
2: Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the major ones, is it? Uh, so, he the when this film was first announced, uh-huh. he was the final boss of the most recent game. Ah. Whereas now, he hasn't been in a game for like four years, so it's a bit bizarre. Give it
0: to me in Toho Studio terms. Which monster is he? Uh,
2: he was like the Ghidorah of that one. Ghidorah. Oh, he's Ghidorah? Come on! We ended the movie with that? Yeah, because he, he turns up black, you think you've killed him, and mm. he comes back gold. And, and the Drake monster. Breathless. So, who's that in the Toho scheme? I guess game? he's like a Rodan. Okay. He's like, he's very iconic but he's only middle level in the actual games. He's never the final boss. Okay,
0: see, I don't know this. But he's the one who's on all the merch or whatever. Am I just supposed to be like flipping out about this monster? I
2: just, I don't know. But I think, I don't, I think for, what they try to do is like, for people like me, it's like, oh, I know that monster, oh, I know that monster. But they don't expect someone like you to remember them all. It's just like, oh, lots of monsters. That's why I'm bringing up the thing. I'm like, let's just,
0: let's just pretend that all of these monsters are replaced by the Toho monsters. Right. Then I would have like a certain sort of like, whoa, when it happens, you know, okay. like Godzilla King of the Monsters didn't love it. But, you know, I know when Rodan or Mothra shows up, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, that's cool. Well,
2: I mean, we can all show, we can think of Skull Island. Those were all new monsters, but I, I can, I picture most of those. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: again, I'm putting for Skull Island as the best, like at least uh, not Oh, it's like a top Asian. three monster movie for yeah. sure. Yeah. And for the American side of the... Yeah, probably. probably, Yeah, and that and King Kong, the original King Kong, is pretty much the top of my list. Yep. So...
1: (laughs)
2: this film jellicle was that felt like a weird fetish um so the game you have just like little cats they come with you on quests they do the cooking for you <laughs> and shit uh, uh, the scene where he makes the food uh-huh. is shot for shot a scene from the game okay so that was a cool little touch i liked that i just was like is this a furry <laughs> in the so like i mentioned in the games um never has voice acting it just has text mm. and then cat sounds the cats can all talk so I was really excited to see how they made the cat talk in this, and they just didn't bother. <laughs>
0: well, the hunter didn't talk, why should the cat talk?
2: Yep. <laughs> well, he talked, but... Mm. Yeah, only Ron Perlman from their world actually spoke any English. Why did he speak English? Because he's been studying our world. I know, but even then he's so because fluent. Because someone fucking had to. <laughs> he should at least sound like, like not... I mean, he hasn't had practice with a native speaker. Because what he... What he's been studying is that podcasts come through to the Monster Hunter world. He listens to. Why is he so
0: obsessed with that? Is it that boring in the Monster Hunter world when you're
2: hunting monsters? They don't want to connect with our world. Why would they? Yeah, exactly. He's (laughs) trying to shut it down. (laughs) So I guess that moves on to the main. The main issue I had with this film. Yours is probably very different. Uh, I think the monsters were cool and well realized. I think the action was fun. I don't think this film had the heart of Monster Hunter. I don't know what the heart is, but it didn't have a heart, I mean, to speak of. The world, the thing with Monster Hunter is you are like, you're living in a world full of these terrible monsters, and sometimes people have to kill them because they have to. But the game comes across, and the characters also come across, they have a love and a respect for these monsters. They are part of this world. It's all about balance with nature. Here we're just fighting them, we're hunting them. Yeah, this film, the monsters were something feared and hated. Even the characters from our world, it came across like he hates the monsters. Rathalos killed his family, he wants to kill Rathalos. That is not Monster Hunter at all. Um, and it, the, Because as a player, you fight the same monster over and over, and it's never, because it's like a very big world, the monster moves like a real animal, you really get this sense that you know it, and you've had like a long relationship with it.
0: That was something that hit me. Um, We've we mentioned that 2014, was it 2014 Godzilla? Uh, yeah, yeah, 2014 Godzilla, a few times where they just... If they do anything right in that movie, they get the scale of Godzilla right. like, down really well. And this movie didn't have a sense of that to speak of. Yeah, well, you, because it's all just
2: happening in the desert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you going to compare it against? Um, it also... The, all the monsters were a little bit bigger than they are in the games. Yeah, see, it's it's even a little worse than Skull
0: Island. Mean, Skull Island at least you had some trees to compare well, the also, monsters with. And
2: it with. was shot in the right way, right? It was often shot from a human point of view. Yes. Yeah. Whereas any time this film gave us a look at the monsters, it was just shot from drone cam.
0: And that definitely like occurred to me, like when watching it. Um, I, I guess what I was thinking we should do is uh, like we did with Pokemon or Digimon, where you just you ask this dude
2: that hasn't played it a few questions out of curiosity. I don't really know what to ask you, though. Because like, I heard it at the start. I was like, what do you know about Monster Hunter? And you knew nothing. and I still don't. Yeah, this <laughs> film, they didn't show you what that world is. So, uh, okay. Um, in your head, how do you imagine if you picked up Monster Hunter and played it right now, it would be?
1: I,
0: oh, I feel like it's kind of like a... Uh, I'm honestly picturing a Zelda thing where you just have your, um, you know, your
2: your occurrences with bigger beasts. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. It's like <laughs> it's just an action RPG. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's a bit more arcadey than like a Zelda. You I just, wrote you it. Go out and do levels at a time. I,
0: I wrote the question again, so
2: I, I I
0: wrote it ironically when we did the uh, the movie. Uh, I think Digimon or whatever. What I don't remember, but it was a Legend. Okay. Oh, Legend, right. But yeah, would this movie make a good video game?
2: Like, no. (laughs) Because in this, they, um, anytime they kill a monster, it's like they kill it in, like, just one trick, right? Mm hmm. So there's no, like, fun back and forth of the fight. It's just, it's killing you until you kill it.
0: Yeah, I felt like the, um, hit it before it breathes fire, because that's its point of weakness. I mean, I guess they did it, but they certainly didn't punctuate it. Did they do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She threw okay. a grenade
2: right in its mouth. For yeah, it, yeah. And then okay. it blew up from the inside. I, I don't think know. that was actually done pretty well. Yeah. Okay. That's not from the
0: games at all. I don't think. No, they don't have grenades, do they? Okay. Well, you, you can have a bow that explodes. I just gotta like pull this did. up and look at my note when she did that again. Need a knife to fuck up a monster, not those went bullets. Oh, I'll stick by that. <laughs> but what does this charred monster smell like? That's cool. Is it you who wants to fuck the cat? Somebody wants to fuck the cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah, okay, this is this is a different line of thought, but um, okay. I, I've been reading a book. It's the uh, the yoga of sound mm. and talking about how Sanskrit, you know, is based on like like yogis um, Basing sounds on visions. They had like literal visions like the vision becomes sound. Okay, and that's how I, I Probably because I've been reading the book, but that's why I wanted to believe that what um, Tony was speaking the whole time the hunter I I wanted to believe that's
2: what he was speaking, this perfect language (laughs) that I just don't understand. I mean, Milly Ovovic spoke a perfect language in Fifth Element, so maybe they were speaking the holy language. Yeah, (laughs)
0: yeah, that was fun. I did like uh, her dealing with this hunter that can't speak English, like basically in the same situation with uh, her and Bruce Willis having the tables turned in uh, Fifth Element. At least she didn't
2: try and like get off with him while he was sleeping.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, well, look, hopefully we're a little more evolved now so that didn't yep. happen. Again, we cut out the romantic angle. They're just they're people that work together well, but they don't need to be a couple. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I did have a thought of of the fifth element just like, "Oh, it's kind of fun
2: seeing her on the other side of the situation." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed so, that. There was that. <laughs> I also really liked at the very end. She's like, "I still don't understand you, man." <laughs> that just sounded like that's so real. <laughs> yeah, sometimes just
0: in not work, you know.
2: And I like I, yeah, I did get a big laugh when he used her as bait the second time. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this film did have charming characters and was likable and enjoyable. Oh, it's that was that.
0: See, I was disappointed. It was like I thought he was using her as bait the third time too, like in the real
2: world. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, don't I know. guess it's
0: he was. They, you know what? They could have punched up the script a little bit and made it. Happen that way, and yeah. it would have been like.
2: Well, I'd I'd have made her like do it to him at the end or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I think it would be funny if he just did it again. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did think it was fun that uh, your knife is awesome, but the bullets do nothing. What,
2: what? that's that is pure anime and video game logic. Yeah, I know. Because shooting someone from a distance isn't as cool as going up and killing with your swords. The swords are always more powerful. <laughs> yeah, I
0: wrote by the power of grayscale in my notes. Yeah. you know. Again, I, even before I asked you, is this <laughs> like a He-Man? I was like, I was already picking up on it a little bit.
2: So one thing, the, act, the loop of the games is you kill a monster, use its parts to make gear to kill better monsters. Is they do do a bit in this film. I didn't pick they up take, on that at all. They kill the spider to use its poison to kill okay. the thing.
0: Oh, okay, I remember the conversation, but it certainly did not, like, I didn't pick it up as a trope watching this movie.
2: because yeah, they, they show it, like, they take the stinger, they take it apart, they, he makes the arrow. No, now that, like, that you're telling me, <laughs> I'm
0: like, yeah, they did that, but they yeah. just do that, that one time.
2: You have to do it at least twice for it to be a trope, right? <laughs> but then, yeah, because the reason they have, like, magic swords is because those are all made from, like, fire-breathing monsters and electric monsters and... Whatever. See, I just saw that as the elements of this land. Yeah, but yeah, it's because they make stuff from the monsters. Okay. So that's why their stuff can kill them our weapons
0: can't. Okay, though that's a cool idea that certainly did not come across here,
2: although it was given lip service. Yeah. I'm glad that they never, like, they never just straight up killed a monster with our weapons. That's always boring to me. That never happens in a monster movie. Which (laughs) monsters get killed with our weapons? Uh, 1998's Godzilla. He gets stuck in the Brooklyn Bridge and they just shoot him with rockets.
0: Okay, I haven't seen it since 1998,
2: so. <laughs> um, King Kong just gets shot by biplanes. Yeah, but Beauty killed the beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. There's, there's some resonance there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the original Godzilla, they had to like, invent a new weapon. to You have to invent a new weapon. That's my yeah. Uh, a lot of the Transformers films, the Transformers can just be killed by tanks and stuff. But in but the comic books, the Transformers are basically indestructible to our weapons. Yeah, but they're not monsters; they're robots. Yeah, no, they're close enough.
0: <laughs> okay. A- anyway, maybe my point's not full on, but I do feel like, like the military, the military cannot take care of your monster. because uh, King Kong, King Kong is just these random-ass biplanes
2: that shoot. They're not even the military, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, I love, I love it in the original when he's like. Uh, I've got it! Planes! (laughs) Because they had to make it his idea. (laughs) This newfangled thing of planes! Even though it's already 20 years in. None of the people who had planes had already thought
0: of that. 15 years after World War I. (laughs) Obviously, I can't ask how this is going to hold up because it's new. But did W S Jar Jar Abrams a thing?
2: Um, I I don't necessarily rate his films because of the weird fan fiction thing he always does instead of just adapting the games. Like all of his Resident Evil films. Miliovich isn't playing a character from the game. He just shoehorns her in.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I got a little bit of a fuck you for him because he pissed me off with, the, with Event Horizon. Proved it with this film. I didn't watch any film. This this one did not make me like like particularly jump. But um, yeah. And 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 the guy that really jumped to Event Horizon, like I, I invited him to do Event Horizon for this. He's like fuck you. I'm not doing that film. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I do think he's he's got a gift for taking quite modest budgets. And make giving you a few scenes that do actually look really cool. Okay, on the way down, I don't think Monster Hunter is ever going to get like a Transformers budget. So maybe this is all. If I'm going to see a live action Monster Hunter film, this is probably all I'm going to get. And I think he did all right. Okay, so I'm just curious. um, We we
0: had a bit of talk about on the way down here before we started recording, but um, Monster Hunter, directed by Uwe Boll. (laughs) How how's that? What do you think happens there? It's, it's the
2: same, but Miljovic doesn't wear clothes. <laughs> and Tony Jarrett's also a woman, she also doesn't wear clothes, and they make out. <laughs> okay, what happens in Jar Jar Abrams' uh, <laughs> Monster Hunter? Uh, well, you know that scene where you think they're going to fight the Gormagala and they don't? Right. That happens at the start of the film, and then there's no monsters. LAUGHTER <laughs> it's just it gets you excited that you're gonna see monsters and you never fucking do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they just keep
2: talking about they're so majestic, they're gonna be here. You finally see the monster at the
0: end, it's some smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so um but I, I think we're
2: basically both on an even keel. It's, this is a relatively half-assed film. I guess yeah. <laughs> the question at the end here is should Dallas just go out and watch it? And yes, all of our listeners should go and watch it in the most expensive way possible, because I want them to make six sequels. <laughs> hey, some of this, you know, that's the thing, that sequel
0: might be fantastic, so sometimes I mean, you get the weird, like, uh, you know, Hail Mary pass
2: that works. Yep. <laughs> well, um, I, the thing with his Resident Evil films, I think none of them did great in theaters, but they sold a hell of a lot of DVDs. If you go in any secondhand DVD shop anywhere in the world, there's going to be 20 copies of every Resident Evil film. Okay. Somehow they just have this, <laughs> they're a film that's just like, it's perpetually like a $5 bargain. Mm. And people are just like, yeah, go on.
0: I guess I'll, I'll go Boomer on you. Can I go Generation X on you? That on. that makes more sense. What? Because I'm Generation X. Yeah, man. but what? Let's get
2: to the thing! Actually, I forgot the thing. <laughs> <That's a really laughs> <fun> thing. <laughs> I was talking about how he makes films which just have a long tail on like home cinema.
0: Yeah, uh, lo- oh, yes, 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 yes. I didn't, the main, I, I like zombie films. Mm. The main reason I never watched Resident Evil is I'm, I don't want to see the fast-moving zombies. Uh, I think the whole zombie metaphor, like, is partially lynchpin
2: by the zombies don't
0: move fast.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's all about hubris. The first few games, it's those kind of zombies. Yeah. And then once the games get a bit more action, the zombies get faster. But they're more, they're like possessed bug alien things. Instead. But the
0: movies go straight to Umbrella Corporation, you know coronavirus infected zombies right i'm not sure oh yeah i think they do i think
2: they always run i think it came after 28
0: days later (laughs) i did like that one but i didn't love the fast moving zombies no i'm I'm, for me i just like the fact that zombies don't move fast when you get eaten by the zombies it's because you were too prideful
1: yeah
2: so that doesn't relate to this film though because these are big monsters yeah but uh, it relates to Resident Evil. So. Yeah, I don't think we're going to suddenly get a sequel where it's got the mega budget and it's constant monster action. Yeah. If he could make like five more of these and each time we just get two or three new monsters and a couple of cool fight scenes, I will go and see him in theaters every time. What if, <laughs> let, let's say you said
0: this was talked about Christmas four years ago?
2: Uh, quite a, Yeah, four or five years ago. Okay, so
0: what if this did come
2: out four years ago when people still actually went to movie theaters? It would have done terribly because Monster Hunter wasn't big then. Monster well, it was only big in Japan until the PS4 one a few years ago. Okay,
0: let's erase <laughs> coronavirus and say people still go to theaters. How do you think this one will fare then?
2: I think it would, it would have, I don't think, it wouldn't have been a mega smash. But I think it would, but like I said, I think this film was made on an okay budget to do okay. And I think mm. it would have done okay. Mm. I think that's all it was ever intended to do.
0: Is this the elusive mid-budget film? Yeah. Okay, because we don't get those anymore for the most part. Again, he was pumping out
2: those resis for a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess he's got the blank check for a mid level film then.
2: Yeah. That's <laughs> it. He's just a safe pair of hands that's like, we'll give you just enough money to do something okay and you'll make a profit. I think and that's coming back now. Yep. Yeah. That's going to come back now. Well, that's been coming back for a while. It's just it's been coming back on like Netflix and stuff, not theaters. Yeah, now that but we now don't But now the go idea that if it's only a. You're like, you had this American idea that it's only a film if it was in theaters, right? Yeah. And I think that's completely dead now.
0: See, I think in two years. We won't be going to theatre simply because we live in Japan and it's going to be all Japanese stuff that we don't want to watch because it doesn't have subtitles or anything. <laughs> I went and watched Evangelion like two weeks ago, so okay, I didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. I don't have that budget.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm single and ready to mingle, so... I'm <laughs> um, staring at guitars I shouldn't buy, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, uh, yeah, I guess I'm not going to run out to see the the um, Evangelion in its native language. I'll probably just want to get that musical equipment,
2: because that's what I do sometimes. Well, I think American cinema will get back up on its feet. We'll see. I, I, I am curious. Well, I... also, even, like, stuff which is getting released straight to streaming in the States is still coming out and fits here. But even Netflix seems to have kind of jump the shark, so to speak. If I mean, now it's like go it's outside like of their houses.
0: <laughs> now it's like you know HBO Plus or Disney Plus, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Netflix was just like the only place for a while, and now there's like five different streaming services.
0: See, they they fell to
2: the hubris of piracy. No, it's not their hubris. It's the other. It's the greed of the other companies.
0: Uh, I want someone, uh, maybe I'll do it, but make that your ringtone where you're saying piracy and I'm saying, what was I saying? Something, Something like hubris. <laughs> yeah, that's a good ringtone. Make that your ringtone.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: piracy they fell to their hubris. Go a few seconds ago
2: where, I, where we said it simultaneously. <laughs> you need to re that into a song. <laughs> I know, that's my thought.
0: That's why I said ringtone, simpler. Oh, that right,
2: way. here's what we need to talk about. Music in this film. I forgot all of it. It did the exact same thing Detective Pikachu did. Where it had pretty funky electronic music, but ignored the fact that the games have an illustrious history of great soundtracks <laughs> they could have used. Is this the sort
0: of thing that, like, you know, Japanese orchestras play? Not not the one yeah. I play in, but...
2: We played the...
0: We played the Laputa theme. Yeah. The, the orchestra is in. That was the last one we did. Looked, I, yeah, the, they've
2: had whole orchestra, orchestral touring concerts of Monster Hunter Because yeah, now Final stuff. Fantasy has that, but uh, yep. everybody knows Final Fantasy has soundtracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Monster Hunter has a fantastic soundtrack, and they didn't use... In the trailers in Japan, they used the Monster Hunter music, and also they used the cooking music when he was cooking meat. But then the film didn't have that, so that's why I'm wondering if the Japanese one's any different. Ah. But yeah, Pokemon did the same thing. That music was kind of funky. It's like, oh, I get it. It's a video game, so you've got electronic music. But Pokemon has great music they could have used, and they just didn't. Uh,
0: I I was staring at my notes. I was looking for music notes. But uh, two that I just want you to respond to. I understand there are well-thought-out monsters here, but the filmmaking still reverts them to gray blobs.
2: You brought that up earlier. I I disagree, but also I already have a picture of these monsters in my head, so maybe it would be different for you. Okay, okay, we said that. But I Uh, think it's just because you were looking at it on a small screen and you're an old man.
1: Yeah.
0: You could see this as a Wizard of Oz remake made by a meth head.
2: Kinda? She's kind of sent to Oz, being Monster Hunter Land. It would be Oz if the the Monster Hunter Land characters were played by the same actors as the people from her world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, there's... Ron Perlman, the wizard, and behind the curtain or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The Wizard the of Oz is a pretty resident movie. Resident,
0: resonant
2: movie anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought, um, I remember thinking when Avatar came out, they should have done with the 3D what Wizard of Oz did with the color and have the film be 2D until he gets into the blue body and then it goes 3D. That's a
0: good idea. I never heard a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice, nice. That, w- that would have pissed off ticket buyers and t- and when it came out, because that was the big
2: 3D-like they showcase. they have shut up about that, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's like four sequels coming out soon. Yeah, but no one's, I haven't, can't remember the last time a film was even offered to me in 3D.
0: There was something recently I, I was watching, and, I, and then I read someone talking about the 3D. Oh. I was like, really? That late in the game? Wait, wait, was it one Moana, no, it's was more, I, I talked to you about Moana it
2: was I know that. up to the third Transformers, they, they did the third Transformers in 3D. I don't think 1, 2, or 4 and 5 were in 3D.
0: Yeah.
2: I See, the, I never went to the 3D movies. Avengers is 3D. I never First went to
0: one. them. Because, um.
2: No, I, I think I only saw Avatar and Transformers in 3D. That was okay,
0: all. so I haven't been out of Japan since 2010. Mm-hmm. I saw Tron Legacy in 3D. Okay. After that, every time it was 3D, 3D was the Japanese dub. Right. So I stopped seeing, like, everything. Oh, and I saw the last Harry Potter movie in 3D, which sucked, by the way, because it wasn't made in 3 I didn't even TV. know
2: that was in 3D. Yeah, Avengers wasn't made in 3D either.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um, the point is, after about 2011 or so, like, when it was in 3D, it was always, like, not... It was dubbed, right. so I wouldn't see that version, which...
2: Turned out
0: we well. be to do
2: the in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the thing with the 3D is it was always like, oh, that's cool. Five minutes in, I stopped noticing it. Yeah. But I, 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 like, I, I see the world in 3D every day. My eyes are used to it. At I'm least.
0: perfectly happy about being a fad. You know, the world of celluloid I like to see, you know, in celluloid. Yeah. Although we don't see it in celluloid
2: anymore, do we? But, uh, like um, Nolan, like, deliberately just never got in on the 3D. He was like, this is a fad. He stuck Good. to his IMAX. And like, he was right. <laughs> I keep it kind of right. I'm cool with it. I think yeah, that's I think a nice thing to make. Yeah. I enjoyed seeing Avatar in 3D, but, but I think yeah, That's I the one film that. that had a stupendous budget and was made for it. And then everyone tried to jump on the bandwagon without putting in the insane amount of effort.
0: I think IMAX is a much bigger sell than 3D. Because IMAX is just like, we're going to put this fully in your face and yeah. large scale, you know? That, yeah. That's a thing to do. 3D, it's like, well, you might give me a headache here.
2: <laughs> yeah, I saw Blade Runner 2049 in IMAX. That was stupendous.
0: Oh, yeah, that does sound fun.
2: I, I mean, I, I would go and watch um, Monster Hunter IMAX if I could, but. Yeah. <laughs> I well, I to told to you, um,
0: thinking about I, I, I love the Speed Racer movie, as do you. But thinking about it gives me a headache because I saw it on, on IMAX. Way wasted. too close, I'm wasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were in like the front row, and I was like, <sighs> I think I can watch it now and not get a headache. It's been a while, so. Okay.
1: Make yeah. sure you
2: watch it in the highest of depths, though. I have a DVD. Not good enough. Uh, it's, it's a film that only looks good in HD because it's so colorful. The yeah. effects turn up looking like a colour. I have room. to buy the Blu ray? You gotta buy the Blu ray. Okay. I'll, I'll buy see. the Blu ray and you can watch it with me. Okay. But you have to watch the whole film that way, so. Although it's any film gonna hold your attention span, it's fucking Speed Racer. So. <laughs> I the, think we're done talking about Monster Hunter. <laughs> I was about to say,
0: people may be like, you didn't talk enough about Monster Hunter. There's I, not much film to like, talk about. I mean, it's like, this is all you have to say about Monster Hunter.
2: Kinda, yeah. This is it. There's like nothing I mean, else. I could talk more about the monsters, but because they didn't sink in for you, it would be pointless. Where would and you I've do got that? A whole podcast for doing that. So, uh, people want to hear me talk about the monsters with some other British friends who also play obscene amounts of Monster Hunter. Um, you can find that podcast over at Monster Mash Pod on Twitter, or you can just search Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, whatever for Monster Mash Podcast.
0: And and our our. Our uh, often cohort Mark gave the plus. He he listened to a, a few episodes. He didn't understand much of it because he hasn't played enough Monster Hunter and isn't British, but he
2: enjoyed listening to it. There you go. So maybe you will too. It's got top, top quality banter. <laughs> also, by the time you're hearing this episode, we've just started on the new game, Monster Hunter Rise, and we've tried to sort of create a new starting point with essentially a new episode one. So just start from there. Don't go back and listen to the ones that were made five years ago when. I sound like this because I'm recording on a, a laptop microphone and everything is going through the Skype. What <laughs> if I'm an X fan?
0: I love X to see. Like,
2: the go to rehab? <laughs> 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 oh, this, this podcast, sorry. <laughs> uh, if you want to find this podcast, you can go on Twitter at MLSFSPod. Give us a follow, tell all your friends about it, blah, blah, blah. Or you can just search... Apple Podcast, YouTube, Facebook for Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary.
0: It has nothing to, do with, nothing, nothing to do with this. I make music. I face my own monsters musically. That's rovingsagemedia.bandcamp.com. There's a new album, Cave at the End. I go to the cave at the end and fight the monster, I guess.
2: You already know if you like that music because you heard it during this podcast. No, I, I guess I'll use that album, why not? Well, oh, I mean, just your music generally as I was getting at, but yeah. If you're going to plug an album, you've got to use the album. But, I, I, you
0: know, the one thing that really hit me about this film, I mean, the thing that I think's going to, like, just blow your mind. Oh, yeah, I think you should tell the listeners at home as well. The thing that really blew my mind about this film is... Coming in May, the celluloid sanctuary with Harold and Maud, showgirls, throne of blood, and up in smoke.